Before we get into the show, I just wanted to say from the cast of DND Raw that we hope you are safe and well. The health and safety of our listeners is our top priority, and we want to make sure that we do our part to help prevent the spread of COVID-19. Now, better known as coronavirus, this disease has spread throughout the world. There are a few ways to help lower the spread of this respiratory disease. Wash your hands, avoid touching your face, including mouth, nose, and eyes, and cover your coughs and sneezes. Monitor your symptoms and consult with your doctor. Stay home and away from other sick people except for medical care. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov COVID-19. For the podcast, we plan to continue releasing episodes on our regular schedule and keep recording new adventures with our characters remotely. You can also send letters to Leuven at dm at dndraw.com right now. More details on that during the episode. If you enjoy the adventures of our characters in Ostia and our show about the rules for 5th edition, support us on Patreon. For just $1 a month, you will get exclusive content and updates. If you're interested in a look behind the curtain of how we keep track of all of our quests, we are going to be releasing our players' to-do list document for each session to all patrons going forward. This includes our plans for which characters need to have a heart-to-heart, what letters are they writing to family at home, and which NPCs can't be trusted. Beyond that, higher tiers get DMs notes, bloopers from our episodes, and to add an item or NPC to a D&D Raw episode. So we want to give a special shout out to our Adventure Tier and Above patrons. So thank you, a Linux fan, Jeremy Kleinons, Ryan Rea Vermet, Shosuro Ajo, Feral Joe, Grimfuse, Mike C., Mosiru, and Ryan Glasgow. We are especially grateful to our producer tier patrons who listen to our audio before anyone else to give feedback and shape the final episode. We want to give a special thanks to Johnny Torres for serving as a producer on this episode. Support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash dndraw. Next week will be Serviceable Plots, episode 45. Join us now for Serviceable Plots, episode 44. Foolish enough to get captured. And with me today are the following players. Hi, I'm Bethany, and I'll be playing Belinda Walsingham, the half-elf awakened mystic. Hi, this is Adam, and I will be playing Akiva Kanchu, the Shadar Kai Hexblade Warlock. Hi, I'm Jane, and I'm playing Nissa Turin, the gnome arcane trickster rogue. Hi, I'm Mike, and I'm playing Scribner Shannon Whitecliffe, the human rogue fighter. <laughs> Last time, Nissa met up with her friend Lyle, who confirmed that he was being framed. As the party met back up to share information and prepare for the coming Whispered Ones, they eventually began scouting the gate into the city. As they waited, their efforts were rewarded as they found the cart Kendral and Isvel were riding in, but they also learned that someone higher than Kendral was with them, a memory. As they gathered the resources they could, the party followed the cart to the drunken duck, where Nissa heard a familiar lullaby coming from within. While they waited, Memory left the tavern with a construct bodyguard, forcing the group to split up as Akiva and Scriv chased down the memory while Belinda, Nyssa, and Gar went into the tavern. So you guys are scurrying off to catch up to the constructs. Uh, go ahead and make perception checks for me to find them based off of what uh, Nyssa told you they were headed. I got a 20. 19. You guys are heading by where Nyssa was stationed. Uh, you do see her briefly kind of tucked away and are able to pick up the trail and notice the two constructs ahead of you. Uh, I assume you're just trailing them. Yes. Yes. Okay. 
Belinda, Gar is gonna... Alright, let's head in then. Can you get in contact with Nissa and proceed in and have her meet us here? I'll pull on the earring. Nissa, do you want to come around and head inside? Yes, please. <laughs> I don't think it's any sense of waiting any longer. Uh, as you guys are walking towards the front of the building, Nissa is coming around from the back. You all meet up. We're going in. Nissa, as you listen to a familiar gnomish lullaby played on a violin, your memory sends you back to years and years ago. The Lightlight Institute is a rather impressive looking building, particularly for the low hills. It's been built with brown stones, simple tanned stone decorations, small rounded half windows that add to the overall style of the house and have a fairly symmetrical pattern. Has several rooms, though you wind up spending most of your time either in the dining room for you and all of your friends, the bedroom, which is crammed with cots on cots on cots for all of the children that live here, or the shrine that has been built in the past decade or so, you think, to Arleos. Overall, the building is fairly round in shape. Two floors. Uh, the second floor is smaller than the first, but this is where the shrine to Arleos is, and it's positioned towards the east, where the sun can be most clearly seen, especially as it rises in the day. And there have been many, many days that the light from the windows in that shrine room have been somewhat blinding to you as you have been sent to stay and repent there. Repent? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, what you've been sent to do and what you've done is entirely up to you. <laughs> Today, you know that there is a visitor coming to the Lightlight Institute, and you're all sitting in the mess for breakfast this morning. You're there with your young friend, Kellen. His brown hair, hazel eyes, have kind of a a cherubic face, a few years younger than you and, and most of your friends, but he kind of trails around you guys all the time and hangs out. Right now he has his uh, very makeshift old violin that he's been practicing on for about a year or so, tucked away in his room. But you can see him kind of like in his head, picturing how he's supposed to put his fingers and play. And it's really like focused on that. Next to him, you see your half-elven friend, Nim. Uh, long red hair, blue eyes, very slender. She's currently carrying an old book as she is eating her breakfast, paying very little attention to what all of you are doing. However, your half-dwarven friend, Adric, black hair, blue eyes, pretty stocky but beardless. He just kind of leans you in closer and just gestures. Eh. So, you got any, you know, plans for today? Do I have any plans when we have a special visitor coming today? Hmm, what do you think? So, uh, what do we do? What do we do? Can't quite decide. Maybe, maybe you can help me decide. I've got a few ideas. I mean, you know, old favourites. Well, I did always like the flower on them. That was always funny. Like, getting a little bucket kind of positioned right at the edge of the door. It might actually get Master Harrow this time. I'd be so happy if we could pull that off. You want to help? You want to help? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Kellen. Kellen kind of looks up. Yes. You want in on this? You know, you can you can be our lookout. Oh, yes. I would I would love to. Um, so what am I looking out for? You're going to need to look out 
for anyone coming while we set this up and you'll need to warn us so you're going to need to pay attention no practicing the scales in your head your musical scales in your head for a few minutes okay you're going to need to pay full attention nim you see like her eyes lift slightly to look at all of you as she's flipping a page and just you know what happens if you get caught in this you don't want to go back to the shrine right no i hate that room but that's if i get caught i figured you had enough of morning prayers as it is oh don't remind me extra prayers for you is not quite something i thought you would enjoy no it would be torture but if we could flower master harrow it'd be worth it come on i would enjoy seeing him covered in dirt and grime flips another page it's like yeah yeah okay so in order to do this you're gonna have to stand on my shoulders you know because we gotta get the bucket way up there and yeah 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 so, between the four of you, you start to discuss your plan, Nim only kind of quietly listening, and she is paying some attention, but she's definitely multitasking and reading whatever she is. So, after a couple hours after your breakfast, you head over to a room, not quite in the entrance hallway, but you know most of the visitors, when they come in, they go into the general play-rest area, where most of you uh, spend your time during the day when you're not on tasks for Master Harrow, and you wait till most of the kids are running off to beg in the streets or be escorted by Miss Enna. And at one point, Miss Enna, one of the caretakers here, fairly short woman, long braided auburn hair, brown eyes, smooth brown skin, oval, somewhat forgettable face, notices you as you're kind of like, seem to hang back a little bit. Nissa, what are you doing? Nothing much, just, you know, maybe waiting to catch a glimpse of our visitors. They should be around shortly. You should hurry along. We have much to do today. Of course, of course, sure. Looks and notices Adric is trying not to make eye contact. Looks back at you. The most innocent expression I can try and pull off. <laughs> hurry along. And she exits out the room. Kellen comes in a second later. It's clear. If you Thumbs up and scurries back out big thumbs up to him and like yeah edric then goes behind one of the couches and seems to reach underneath and pulls out this bucket pretty worn rusted looking bucket but it's holding a solid amount of flour and just like heaves it over by the door and then angles it a little bit closed not enough but you can still like you'd have to push it to get in like situates himself as like come on, come on okay 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 scurry up clamber up on his shoulders and he heaves up the bucket to you Take it and start to hoist it up, place it and carefully angle it so that it's kind of perched where part of it is on the actual door and like the corner of it is on the frame and the slightest push from the door is going to cause that to fall. <laughs> All right. Are we good to... Oh, Nim, I didn't... And you see Nim's like kind of tucked away in a corner, just looking at both of you. Size. I guess we'll go through the kitchen then. Guess so. So he goes out one of the side doors. <laughs> As you proceed through the day, you eventually hear the familiar sound of a cane tapping on the ground. As Master Harrow, the owner of the orphanage, is proceeding to greet the guests. As you kind of tuck away, you notice Master Harrow, his pale, pointed face, long, blonde hair, gray eyes, as he is. Stepping forward, his familiar walking stick with the balanced scales, the symbol 
of Arleos, situated atop them as a headpiece. As he comes up to the door, Velma. A pleasure to see you. Are you here to inquire about further aid that we could provide you? You hear a woman's voice. I am here to see about the letter you sent me. Oh, please, we should discuss this further. Come this way. And you hear the familiar cane. Currently, Miss Enna is there kind of watching over all of you and is listening to the conversation happening. As you hear the footsteps get closer, you're able to catch, Nissa, that Miss Enna's eyes like kind of look towards the door, prepared to greet them, and her eyes flick up. But before she can say anything, the door is pushed open, flower tumbles down, and while the bucket doesn't fall on Master Harrow's head, he shifts and it clatters to the ground, dusting his pants in flower <laughs> and part of his cane. Yes. And he pauses. Uh, you see behind him another woman, bald head, green eyes, soft chocolate skin, wearing long, dark robes. She simply stares at the flower on the ground, kind of emotionless. Master Harrow just, Velma, you know where my office is. Please proceed ahead of me. I simply need to discuss something with Miss M. You see, his mouth goes thin. He's holding back some frustration. Miss Anna at this point has kind of scurried forward and is like, oh, I, I can clean that for you. Nissa, you hear beside you <laughs> as Edric is just trying really hard to hold back his laughter. Velma seems to nod slightly, looks over to where you are currently hiding, and then continues past to head towards Master Harrow's office. Master Harrow's gaze does turn towards where Adric is, and just says very calmly, Mr. Broodfist, Nissa, come with me. I guess I appear. Why am I not surprised? I heard Mr. Broodfist quite clearly. I took a stab in the dark against you, Nissa. Yeah, you'd have to. I'm far too good at hiding for you. You hear Miss Anna just goes, Master Harrow, they're just they're children. They're just... And he, like, taps his cane hard on the ground and just goes, They must learn the proper respect due upon them by their superiors. It is simply by Arleos's grace that they learn and be judged appropriately for their action. To the shrine, Nyssa, you should be well accustomed to being there. Mr. Broodfist, you will come with me. If you're going to punish somebody, just punish me. It was my idea. Judgment, Nyssa, is motionless, cold, but precise. When you follow a great deity like Arleos, <laughs> you must understand no mercy can be given to those who cause such reckless abandon. Upstairs, Nyssa. Adric is kind of still like head down, looking, looking repentant, but you know him well enough, you can see the bit of a smile at the corner of his mouth. I give a long look, probably longer than I should do, at Master Harrow before I depart, but I also flick my eyes towards Adric. So, you follow, start to head to the shrine. As you are leaving the room, you hear uh, Nimgo. I told you, you would get caught. It was worth it, shut up. I was amused. Good. As you're leaving the room, you see like several people kind of trying to discreetly like give you thumbs up and trying not to laugh. You are sent to the shrine. Master Harrow tells 
Adric to wait outside. You are told to kneel and pray to Arleos for forgiveness. Initially, a very firm, kind of tight and painful grip on your shoulder from Master Harrow as you are told to kneel. And he just whispers in your ear, You will learn proper respect one of these days, Nyssa. Judgment can come in many forms, including losing your sticky fingers around here. Be careful what you choose to do. I protect you here. I protect all of you children from the terrible things in the outside world. Protect us? That's what you call this? Protection? Seriously? I will not be spoken to with such disrespect. Why not? You talk to us with disrespect. You feel a hard slap across your face. (sighs) You will treat your superiors appropriately, or you will suffer a fate far worse than that. At this, he turns and starts to leave. You know, if judgment's coming for me, I really hope it's coming for you too. I follow the will of my god. Perhaps if you cared one iota for your afterlife, you would do the same. And he slams the door shut, and you hear it lock behind him. After a few hours, you hear a soft on the door. And then, Nisa, you there? Yeah, I'm here. You okay? Yeah, I'm good. Edric just got a really long lecture, but he's already back. I was checking to see if you got out yet, but looks like not. No, I may have made it slightly worse than it was. <laughs> Oops. You're okay. I hope oh, everything's okay in there, and that you're not too lonely. I wish you were here. Well, no, I don't really wish you were in here with me, but you know what I mean. Y- yeah, I know. We'll probably be there with you in the morning, uh, and you'll still be there. Because he was really mad, but we're, we're all fine. Good. He didn't He didn't say anything to you and Nim, then? N- no, no. Good, good. Y- you know, Hellfire Hero is just a little angry at times, just not, not towards us. You know, just a long lecture of respecting people of higher station, especially in Orenthal. I'll respect the people in Orenthal the day they respect me. Put it that way. I'm sure you're going places, Nissa. Well, I should be going. Some people are getting some food and you know how some are when I'm all by myself. So I'm going to go and find Idric and Nim. You stick close to them, okay? You, you'll be fine. Make sure you eat. I do. Sometimes you do, then sometimes you forget because you're so in your head with your music. So make sure you eat, please. Okay. I'll talk to you later, Nissa. I'll see if I can come visit you tonight. Thank you. I'll see you soon, okay? You hear some footsteps leave. So when you walk in, you notice uh, it's actually pretty full. There are several people in here. Um, They all have their attention focused on the far corner of the room, which is a little hard to see from uh, where you are at the very entrance to the building. Right by the entrance, however, is Sedan. Just standing there. And he notices the three of you right away. And she's like, oh, Nissa, it is good to see you. I was thinking of going to get you soon, since the meeting is coming up now. I suppose this is the best time to meet with my employer. Guess now is as good a time as any. Please. And he's gesturing towards uh, the back room where you had spoken to him earlier. As you are walking through the crowd, you're able to kind of peek around Nissa, and you do see the gnome with brown hair, hazel eyes, 
dimples and kind of a cherubic face, softly and focused entirely on the violin he is playing. You see Kellen just playing with most of the people just have their full attention on him. But Sedan seems to be ushering you to hurry up and get to the back. I'll follow him, but I'm going to try... I'm going to try and look across at Kellen and try and make eye contact. Sedan is making a point of letting you see Kellen and then blocking your view. Like he knows you know him. And he's going to gesture you towards the back room. And she goes, no, no, no. We need to speak together. But I'm being alert. I don't know if I'm picking up on... I'm hearing this, but I don't know who this gnome is. You don't know who the, this gnome is, but I'd say Nissa is giving enough indication for your passive insight to realize you know she knows who this gnome is. Okay. Uh, quick telepathic to Nissa. Is this someone you know playing the violin? Yeah, I grew up with him. Is he being held as a hostage? I'm not sure. Possibly. Kellen looks unharmed and seems to be enjoying playing, but it also, you can play enough that Sadan is showing you him here intentionally. I guess we go forward? Yeah. So you guys head into the back room, and back there you see the two humans. One has mechanical bird on his shoulder, and there is the mechanical dog just seated beside the singular table that's here. You are gestured into the room, and the door is closed behind you once you walk in. Gar is with you. Belinda, you just catch right before... Gar walked past Sedan. He seems to, behind Sedan's back, make a quick hand gesture towards someone in the crowd. And then you guys are all pushed into the room and close. Okay. I think we have to let them talk for a bit and see what, what happens. You are the person who's supposed to kill me, Nissa, so I think you have to take the lead. Great. I'm real good at that. So Sedan just goes, sit. This is my master, Kindrav. And uh, the bearded human man is just going to gesture to the seats and go, yes, please sit. I will sit. I pause briefly, just make a point, and then I go sit. So, you are Nissa, yes? I am. Who might you be? I am Kintral. I am the one who is here to decide whether or not you continue your upward mobility. I'm sure you are already aware we know a bit about you, Nissa. From your friend we invited outside. Yes, pleasant surprise to see my old friend. Kellen is trying to make money when he can. We provided the opportunity for him to make some here. What opportunity would that be exactly? the opportunity to make sure you don't do anything dumb. I'm listening. Why do you want to join our organization? You've seen where I live. Don't want to spend the rest of my life here. Yet you dive in with the shadows who take care of themselves and each other. What if what we ask of you turns you against the Shadow Wolves. Are you willing to do so? He is looking up at uh, Belinda and Gar. I will just sort of avert my gaze like I'm uncomfortable with it. I do what I have to do to survive. 
he's going to take a very long look at you, and then the illusion drops, and you see a white dragonborn with studded leather armor, it looks like, and whereas before it looked like he had no weapons, you do see he has a gun on his side, several uh, what look like potions along his belt, and a dagger on the other side. Esvel also drops her disguise, and you see a blue-green-skinned woman, a bald head, studded leather armor, a short sword, and a gun on her hip. I'll make a small, like, <gasps> like I'm surprised. Nice trick! The disguise gets to be tiring after a while. Doesn't it just? So, what we ask is very simple. You have brought two individuals here with you. Sadan had only mentioned one the last time you were here. You should only have one ally when you leave this room. There's me thinking a girl could never have too many allies. Our organization is all about sacrifice for the better achievement. Gar has hands on both his daggers. This isn't exactly what I was volunteering for. I'm not really someone's test. He pulls out the gun and just places it pointing towards you, Belinda. This is not your test. It's hers. I don't care what you volunteered for. I don't know what that is. It's a gun. It creates holes in your person. Avert my gaze again and, and not uh, try to provoke him any further. But I would like to talk to Esbel telepathically because it feels like we're sort of vamping now and we need to make a plan of what we're going to do. This man Gar is here. He wants to take Sedan. We made a deal and we are going to try to capture Kendral. I don't know what these constructs do. Can you control them? No, I cannot. Destroy the constructs. Destroy them quickly. The constructs will obey Kindral and Sadan while the memory is away. But we would need to take them out quickly. I would prefer to kill Kindral. That would bolster my place in the Order when the memory returns. But they need to be gone before the memory returns. One way or another. Kindral and Sadan? Both. There can be no proof that I aided, but my intention is to aid you now. I will allow you first strike. I will be prepared. But this must be swift. I can try to control Kindral. Can you knock him out? I can use the full force of my power and do what I can. Nissa, you said you have the sleep spell. I think we should use it to take out one of the constructs. I saw Gar was signaling somebody as he was coming into this room, so we could maybe try to trust that they'll take care of Sadan, and then I can try to use one of my abilities to just temporarily control Kindral. I don't know if it'll work. All we can do is try, right? Quick prayer to Adar. Kindral is gonna say, Nissa, I asked for your choice. Who would you walk out of here with? My choice is I walk out with both of them. You die. Okay, so I'm gonna use my broken will ability. I'm gonna go ahead and burn my psionic surge, uh, which gives him disadvantage on the save. Okay. And I'll try and do sleep as soon as possible. He picks up the gun and starts to aim it at you. I need you all to roll initiative. Top of the round is actually Esvel. She turns and focuses her attention on Kindral and the two constructs beside him, the bird and the the dog-looking construct. And there's a pressure that you sense in that area, Belinda. 
Yeah, she does a psychic crush. And she does damage to him and the constructs. So they can take psychic damage. And then she is going to kind of put herself between you and Kendral. Appreciate it. She's seen me. She knows what I've got to bring to the table, and it is not hardiness. But that does bring us to your turn, Belinda. Okay. I'm going to try again to control him. I can't use my same ability again, uh, but I'm going to use a clued mind. So he has to make another int saving throw. Rolled a 12 total. That's a fail. Okay. He has to leave a statement of my choice about a creature or an object that it can see. I'm going to say, Sedan is the true traitor. We are your allies. Um, I do say that telepathically, but I'll also say it out loud. Okay. The dog construct was attacked, so it's going to go after the person that attacked it. Esfel. Yep. Goes to, like, bite at her, and she dodges the first strike, and then it goes to bite again and sinks into her leg. And she gets pulled to the ground, and he currently has her prone. Uh, But that is all I can do. Nissa, you're up. So where are the two constructs? They are beside Kendral. Because I want to try and cast sleep on them. Okay, yeah, you can put it in such a way... You can get the bird, with no problem. Okay, I'll try and take the bird out. Alright, so what's the total hit points? 20? So the bird that was on Kendral's shoulder, its eyes closed, and it clanks to the ground. Yes! Good job! So it is currently, as long as it doesn't take damage, out of the fight. For one minute. You can use your hand crossbow as a bonus action, yes. I will, yeah, fire it, sit on then. You can make an attack roll with it. 22. 22 hits. What was the damage? Six. You turn and fire the crossbow at Sedan. It slices into his arm as he quickly grips it, and you see him starting to go for one of his uh, daggers on his dagger bandolier. So uh, Sedan just got hit with a bolt. So you see him draw daggers and start hurling them at you. He is, however, going to get a little bit closer so that he is within 20 feet of you. And you see him chuck three daggers really quickly. So he hurls the first one, you duck, and it pings into the table. He hurls the second one, and it uh, slices into your arm for four points of damage. Can you make a con saving throw for me, please? Nine. All right, you take three additional poison damage. I will turn invisible. So as uh, that second dagger sliced into Nissa's arm, she suddenly vanishes from sight. And a third dagger goes by and sinks into the chair. Now it's Gar's turn, who is going to turn and go circle, draw both daggers, and attack Saddam with his daggers. Uh, with two hits, he seems to be trying to incapacitate Saddam right now. But that is Gar's turn. Kendral, he is going to take his gun and shoot at Saddam. He pulls it, aims, and fires three times. First one uh, misses. The shot echoes, by the way. It is very loud, especially in this very small room. I hope people flee. As Sedan kind of grips his ears, the next two shots both hit him and just tear through the studded leather armor that he has. And you see just his body practically spins from the force of the blows. Uh, but he's still up. However, he might already look bloody. So Scrib was right. But that is Kendral's turn, because right now he believes Sedan is the true traitor. The bird is unconscious. Um, Isvel is currently prone, so she's going to focus her attention on the dog that is holding her prone. You see Esvel, like, 
focus her power, and you just hear pops and sizzles from the dog construct as it just lurches for a moment and just clunks to the ground. Since it seems Kendral is kind of on your side, she suddenly disappears and reappears over here, like she teleported over. Belinda. I'm going to spend two points to do a foe on Kendral. What does that give you? His HP, and I want to know if he has any resistances. His HP is 100, and he has resistances to psychic damage and cold damage. I am going to then just do a mind thrust on Sedan. So that's intelligent saving throw? Nope. 11 points of psychic damage. So you focus your psionic powers, and Sedan grips his head in pain as blood starts to pour from his ears and nose. I'm going to walk around behind Kindrel and prepare to find a way to get the gun away from him. So you start moving behind him as he has risen from the chair and had been shooting Sedan. Nissa, Sedan is looking rough. I'm going to move up to him and with the dagger of wounding, stab him. Okay. Uh, 21. Okay. And you do get sneak attack. 16 points of damage, yeah. How do you want to do it? Thrust it like up and into his heart basically and I'm gonna hold it there and say you're not gonna use my friends against me ever again twist it and yank it out you pull it out as the necrotic energy of the blade is left in the wound so he is definitely dead I'll head towards Kindral and Belinda Gar stares at the body of Sedan and just goes a shame oh well what about this one as he puts both daggers away and draws his hand crossbow and holds his action, pointing it at Kindral. I'm going to jump over to Akiva and Scriv. So, Akiva and Scriv, I would like stealth checks from both of you as you are following these two constructs. 13. 11 with disadvantage. So, you guys are following these two constructs as they are walking through. Uh, they are getting a lot of looks from many of the people going about, and the colorful construct is doing like little pleasant waves and is seem to reacting to the people. The other one that looks like walking plate does not. Just simply follows the colorful construct. There is a point where the uh, the more advanced one turns back to look towards where you guys are as you duck down a side alley. Not sure whether or not it saw you, but it seems to be proceeding as if it has not. Okay, we will continue to follow. It slowly over time leaves the low hills and enters the Ankalab Heights. As it starts to move, it seems to pick up its pace a bit. We will follow. Honestly, I don't know if we should... I, yes, we should follow them. I don't know if we should make it more obvious. So I think while they're increasing their speed, I don't know that we should. We're going to lose them if we don't match a pace. Yeah, but they're going to know it's us. Are you following? I'm following. All right, let's. I'm going. Continue to follow them as they start to move down side alleys. They pick up the pace even more. We've definitely been spotted. 100%. Is there any magic that you have that can disguise us further? No. I have some illusion spells, but that, that doesn't work if we're moving. The more advanced looking one seems to be moving at this quickened pace with relative ease. The other one in plate seems to be having a little bit more difficulty keeping up. Colorful one's certainly dexterous. How far away are they? about to say since you guys are tr we're trying to make a point of staying inconspicuous i'd say you would have given them at least like 50 maybe 60 feet if i hex one of them because i'm casting it as a third level it lasts for eight hours 
Will I be able to track their location with Hex? I don't think so, because Hunter's Mark is what does that. So I'm going to say no. That's fine. This is the only option we have. Scriv can more easily keep up with them, because you can bonus action dash. I'm going to continue to follow. I, You're dressed in heavier armor. You're slower. Yeah. We have the earrings. Follow them. I will try to come up as quickly as I can. If you get into issue, go over the earrings. Okay. And I'm going. Scriv, make a perception check for me. 22. So you continue to follow them, and at one point, you notice the more advanced construct suddenly starts to cast something and turns to mist for a moment and disappears from your line of sight when the heavier one turns to face you. The more advanced one suddenly is behind you, though, as Akiva is rounding the corner to catch up. So basically, it's the plate one, you, the advanced one, Akiva, kind of in a line in this side street alley. Make sure my hands are clear. Why are you following us? It's the more advanced construct talking to you, Scriff. Because I'm curious. There are two shiny... I don't even know what you are. Constructs. Advanced ones. Obviously, you can use magic? Why were you trying to hide from us at first? We get curious glances all the time due to our advanced nature. I would like to point over at the large construct that's at the end of the alleyway. He's about three times my size. I wouldn't want to attract attention because of, well, I turn around just so I can look up at this advanced construct. Well, because of this engagement right now. And yet you decided to chase after us? Well, I was hoping not to get caught, honestly. What do you want from us? I'm going to say, Scriv, come on. I know you don't understand how they work, but we, this was such a bad, I'm so sorry. We, I, we didn't, I didn't want to disturb you two. I tried to talk him out of it. He's an aspiring tinkerer and he saw your, your mechanics and he kind of wanted to know how you worked. This is like nothing we've seen though. It's just. I know, but they, they seem like they got stuff to do. And I, I tried to tell you it was a bad idea. Roll deception. So that's a total of 24. We would like to be left alone because our constructed nature is a secret. I thought that was the case. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry we disturbed you. We will be on our way now. I look absolutely crestfallen. Gestures away. Go. Thank you so much. Have a lovely day. Just one last look at the two of them and then go. Around the corner? They're going to be on alert now. I don't think we could feasibly follow them. No, probably not. And back to Belinda and Nissa. Kindral is going to pull away from you, Belinda. Oh, I want to try to grab the gun. Athletics check. 19. So as he starts to pull away, you reach out and grab this gun and yank it out of his hand. As he turns to you, breathes in, and releases a breath of freezing cold air. I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Four. As he releases this cold air, your whole body chills as you take nine points of cold damage. Give me the gun. I'm pointing it at him, by the way. It's Isvel's turn. Yeah, she is going to take out her own gun and point it at Kendral and go, that is enough. And she seems to be holding her action. It's your turn, Belinda. I'm going to say to him, we have the upper hand, surrender, and we won't kill you now. Roll intimidation. 23. Kendral's going to look around and see that everyone has turned against him that is alive in this room. And you just see him hold his arms out to the side. Oh, does anyone have anything to tie this guy up with? 
guard just reaches in, pulls out some rope. I do. You seem like you know your way around tying up a, a hostage. I'm sorry, prisoner. I know how to make knots. I'm just gonna say, we're arresting you. Kendral just smiles. Good luck getting anything out of me. You don't have to be willing. Gar grabs him, roughly yanks his arms back, and ties his hands with the rope. I'll ask her. Are we okay? I did ask Nissa if she was willing to kill, and that proves that my new fang is willing. As soon as we're started in this room, I want to bolt out and see if anybody's still in the main room. The bar is clear. Can Esbel show me how to, like, disable the, the constructs? Yeah, she is going to show you what she knows. The potions on Kondral, you find three alchemical fires, and you find, um, Belinda, two small spherical objects with pins attached to them. Dude had grenades the whole time? <laughs> oh, man, thank goodness my ability worked. <laughs> I take his stuff. Yes, uh, I'll talk to the guards, don't worry. Gar is going to kind of, like, gesture to Eunice, like, we should not be here when the uh, guards arrive. We really shouldn't. Yeah, no, nope. I'll say, Nissa, I guess go find your friend. I'll take care of this. Thank you. Let's go. And Isabel says, I probably should not be here either. Is this good enough for your cover? He was foolish enough to get captured. He surrendered. She's going to stare at him for a really long time. Don't worry. He won't remember me being here for a bit. Good luck. Best of luck to you. And she is going to scurry off as well. Okay. I'll talk to the cops. I mean the guards. I'm going to jump over to Akiva and Scrape. What are the shops that are on the street in this area? Is there a way that I can cobble disguise together real quick? You want to do a quick change? I want to do a quick change. Roll straight disguise kit check. 11. So you cobble together something. Uh, Akiva, are you, you're changing your appearance? Yeah. Who are you looking like? Born. You have a lovely thick mustache, and you are wearing a, not a royal guards outfit, but a guards outfit. You can attempt a survival check. 23. Two. No, Akiva, it's this way. Scriv, you're able to start to pick up their trail pretty quickly. Start to follow along. Both of you actually start to recognize the streets you're heading down a little bit. Recognize how? You've been down these streets before. When? When you went to go get some goggles. Can we camp outside of Zalvador's shop? So you head towards Zalvador's? Yeah. I want to be able to just double around and see if there's anyone else like further down the street mentioning seeing the two constructs going around. If they don't, then that means the constructs didn't go that way. Well, when you're near Salvador's, you do see the plate construct standing right outside. Okay, then. That's enough. Yeah, I think we got a good idea of where they were headed and who they were making this deal with. Yeah, let's head back. You turn around, and the shiny one's behind you. I'm sorry. Maybe I wasn't clear. I would like both of you to roll either athletics or acrobatics. Twelve. Ten. The construct reaches out, grabs you both by your shirts, and lifts you straight into the air, one in each arm. Do not follow us. Good point. Well said. Leave us be, or this will end much, much worse for the both of you. I know your faces now, and I know your illusions. Do not tempt fate. Okay. He releases you, so you drop to the ground, and then just stares. All right, let's get out of here. I will go. He watches you the whole way. And then we will meet back up at the drunken duck. Nissa, you 
Notice Gar kind of escorting Kellen away uh, in the crowd of people. It seems like Gar is making a point of staying visible for you so that you can follow. But after a little ways, he turns down a side alley and you're able to follow him through. And you kind of hear uh, Kellen's voice. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, you know, Nissa, where, where, where are we? Where are we going? And as you round the corner, you see a little older, but still brown hair, little more disheveled looking, hazel eyes, same cherubic cheeks with little dimples that you can now very clearly see on his beaming face is Kellen. As the rock gnome child just looks up at you with a much nicer looking violin than he had last time in his hand. And he kind of like nearly seems to drop it and kind of places it down and runs and jumps towards you to tackle hug you. I catch him and then hug him and squeeze him. He's like, oh my gosh, Nissa, I haven't seen you in so long. It's, oh, there's so much has happened when you left. And he kind of reaches into his pack and pulls out the music box, which looks like has been handled a lot as if he's listened to it a lot. And he kind of, see, I still, and he opens it and you hear the song. It's kind of a little winding down a little bit. Again, as if it's been overplayed in the past couple years. I still have it. And he pulls out the letter. I still, I kept it. And I, I was hoping I'd be able to see you because I know you you were out there. And oh my gosh, it's been, I just, where have you been up to? Wow, so many questions all at once. I, first of all, are you okay? Are you all right? I'm fine. I got hired by this half-orc guy to play in the bar. Yeah, that's the whole story. As long as you're okay, that's the main thing. It's so good to see you. I've missed you so much. He gives you just another hug. Yeah, <laughs> squeeze him. And he's like, oh my gosh, Nissa, it's been so... Like, after you left, things were kind of chaotic. Everybody was kind of wondering, like, oh, she slipped away. Like, oh my gosh, it disappeared. And then I heard, I heard the rumors that you might be, you know, working the... He looks over his shoulder at Gar and just Gar goes, I'm a member as well. You're both part of the Shadow Wolves? I like straighten up and like, you know, try and make myself look as, as tall as I can. I'm like, yeah, you know it. You know, you said yourself I would go places. You know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. I mean, I would never know how to find them myself, but that's so, oh my gosh, that's, ah, I've, oh my gosh, there's been so much. I was uh, at there for a while and I practiced more and then I've made some money after I left and I have my new violin, which I paid for with all of my savings and I've been really practicing a song and I've gotten some coin here and there. You've gotten so good. As soon as I heard the music, I knew it was you. I just knew, but you've gotten even better. I knew you could. I'm so proud of you. He's like bouncing on his on the balls of his feet. But oh my, what what have you been doing? Like I I, I like I mean, uh, it's just so much that I don't know. And you've been gone for so long, and I wasn't sure because I heard you were but shout out wolves, but I didn't see you ever. And I mean, I've stayed in the low hills for so long. I'm sorry that you. I haven't seen you for some years. I, I did keep my eyes eyes on you as much as I could, but I couldn't really. It's not like I could come visit or anything, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to get you guys in any trouble, so I kind of kept my eyes on you from a bit of a distance. But yeah, I, so much has happened. I, I can do. I have a few magic spells up my sleeves now. I can do a little bit of magic you can here. Do and magic. There. Yeah, yeah. Somebody taught, a, f- a friend taught me. She helped me survive, really, once I left. So, yeah. That and, you know, the Shadow Wolves, and I've been 
I've traveled, I've been very far away from here to very strange places. So, here, there, everywhere. <laughs> His large hazel eyes are so wide as he's just like nodding and listening intently. I mean, if you want, if you know, maybe not right now if you, if you need sleep, but I can tell you some stories sometime. Yeah, I would love to if you can come. Well, uh, I'm not really. Gar kind of pipes in. For now, it might be best if we keep him somewhere safe. Okay. Considering Sadan knew of him. Yeah. Don't worry. We have friends that can keep Kellen making money. He's like, um, yeah, I kind of only play in a few of the low hills places right now. I've only just started in the past couple of months or so. Um, but I'm, I'm getting pretty good and people are recognizing my music. Um, uh, I had some nice people just, you know, give me some money the other day. That's great. Were, uh, you know, you gotta beg sometimes or if that happens, but I still have plenty of food and I'm mostly eating fine. He does look thin. Um, haven't seen Adric and Nim in a while. They're still in Orenthal, but they've been busy. So Nim's uh, doing book stuff. That's a surprise. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. She got a job somewhere, but kind of lost track of her because it's kind of hard to keep track of friends like that when um, you need coin. <laughs> But she's not in the low hills anymore. She got out, and Edric got hired on to help some mercenary group. He travels a little bit, but not far. Hired muscle. I could see Edric doing that. Yeah. yeah, he's supposed to be good at it. So he makes some good coin. Um, he wanted to try and get me involved, but um, he looks down at his scrawny, scrawny arms. We all have our strengths, okay? I mean, after you left, to kind of start a whole bunch of people looking to sneak out of the Light Glide Institute. Oh, really? Did anybody else manage it? Slowly raises his hand. You did? I mean, I got out and, I mean, yeah. Buddy, I'm so proud of you! Thank you! <laughs> kind of starts beaming again. Hellfire Harrow was not very happy as people started to try to leave. Security's kind of tightened up around there. Oh, really? Yeah, his, his reasoning is he doesn't want kids starving in the streets uh, with the misconception that they'll be fine. We're better off out here than we were in there. <laughs> I mean, I might be hungrier out here, but yeah, I agree. Well, for those of us who often went without food, eh, I'd argue that one. But at least I'm not worrying about praising Arlios, and I don't want to. No, I, no. That is not something that's in my life anymore, No. Just kind of like looks at you for a bit. I'm glad you're okay. I'm glad you're okay too. I've missed you. He points to the scar kind of like slightly jutting out from your uh, collar. Um, you have stories and I want to hear them, but I hear a lot of noises and he points back where you came from. Back at the drunken duck. Are your friends okay? Oh, shoot. I guess I'd best go back and see if they're okay. But, um, and we need to get you somewhere safe. I'll come check in with you soon if I can. He looks over at Gar. Gar just nods slightly and says, I'll put him up somewhere. I have a few safe spaces. Uncle Up Heights would probably raise the least suspicion. Okay. Thank you. I want to hug Kellen again. Can I try and slip some coin into his pocket? Yeah. Are you trying to hide that you're doing this from Kellen or from Gar? Both. 
Okay, roll sleight of hand. 23. As you kind of hug him, uh, you have your hand, like, slip into your coin purse, grab a few coins, and drop them in his pocket. How much uh, coin are you giving him? For now, I give him 10 gold. Gar uh, seems to be picking up the violin and giving it back to Kellen at this point. As far as you can tell, doesn't look like they noticed. So Gar just goes, Well, Nissa, I know you have several things to still deal with in the coming days, but I'll reinstate Lyle in his former position, and we'll discuss the next opportunity for you. I look forward to it. Come, Kellen. Tell me what other songs you know as we go. And he just kind of like places, you know, soft hand on Kellen's back to kind of encourage him to go along and just uh, looks back to you and says, stay safe. I think we'll have some great opportunities together. And he proceeds off as you hurry back to your party. Nissa, as you are, find yourself unable to sleep, but you were let out of the shrine, exhausted, a little hungry, but you got back to your cot with quiet cheers from your friends, from them, from Adric, and from Kellen. Happy to see you back, giving you a big hugs, Nim kind of patting you on the shoulder as much affection as she normally shows, and slowly everyone else seems to drift off to sleep, Adric with his loud snoring. Kellen kind of tossing and turning on the cot beside you. What do you do? I take a look around the room, but particularly at my friends. But then I bundle up what, whatever belongings I may have, which is probably not very much. Um, but I bundle them up and I'm going to prepare to sneak out. But before I do, I'm going to take from my belongings a little music box that I'd made. And I'm going to place it next to Kellen's bed next to his cot um and with a with a note with a letter basically saying goodbye <laughs> probably the hardest thing this has had to do you begin to exit out door creaks slightly but everyone's sound asleep start to leave the institute nissa you turn and you see miss Anna. small candle in her hand is that it was today enough yeah i'm done i can't take any more of this she nods slightly i'm not too surprised it was only a matter of time. I don't know about the others, but yeah, for me, it's enough. Well, Master Harrow still owns the property, runs the orphanage, I will do everything within my power to make sure they are all alright. I, I know you will. Thank you for taking care of us. Of course. Anytime. If you ever need anything, anything I can provide, come see me. I will, thank you. If you can... Please keep an eye on Kellen for me. I will. Thank you. Take care of yourself out there, Nissa. I'll try my best. She just nods, kind of kneels down, gives you a hug. I give her a kiss on the cheek. She smiles. Stay safe. I hope I see you again. You too. She unlocks the front door, opens it quietly, and allows you to leave. And that is where we're going to leave this episode for today. Thank you all for listening. Please share this with your friends and follow us on Twitter at RulesAsWritten or check out our website dndraw.com and feel free to email any questions to the DM at dm at dndraw.com. Also subscribe and leave us a review or comment anywhere podcasts are found and please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash dndraw. Catch you all next time. (laughs) 